0: Hi all, I'm Dan Smigrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Tuesday, October 18th, 2022, and you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. We have a scary show for you today, Fight Zombies in Any Matterport Digital Twin, powered by the RSET Engine, www.rsetengine.com here to talk to us about uh, fighting zombies and what this RSET engine platform is all about. Uh, we have three guests from RSET. First, uh, Bill Gregory, founder and CEO. Hey, Bill. Uh, Mike Schmidt, uh, director of operations. Hey, Mike. Good hey, to Dan. see you. Thanks. And uh, Michael Probst, Unity 3D developer at RSET. Hey, Michael, thanks for being on the show today for all of you.
1: Hey, Dan. Thank you. Thanks.
0: Uh, Uh, Bill, before we jump into the topic of today's show, before we start fighting zombies, uh, tell us about RSET.
2: Yeah, RSET is developed for the military and first responders primarily, where you can take scans of real-world environments and create an interactive space to do training simulations, after-action review. Uh, uh, It's a low barrier of entry, which is really easy to create the scans and create the training scenario in the environment, and uh, it it works on any scanning platform out, out there. We primarily use Matterport for our stuff, but you can use what you need to. It's scanner agnostic.
0: Okay, awesome. Uh, we're going to come back to RSET. and We'll get into some of the business use cases for it. But first, I really do want to f- uh, fight some zombies. Uh, 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 Michael, how about uh, taking us uh, into uh, 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 Matter Pack Attack?
1: All right. So I'm just going to roll our trailer, our gameplay trailer for you.
0: Awesome. All right. You had you me at Matterpack Attack. <laughs> so uh, I want to play the game. How? Do, what's the next step?
2: You go to matterpackattack.com. You can sign up for your account and you can download the software. At that point, you should be able to use either uh, one of the downloaded scans that we have or you can use your own Pack uh, scan that you've done through Matterport or another 3D environment that you can download into it.
0: So, awesome. So, Pack Attack at matterpackattack.com is a free zombie horror game platform. Yes. So, it's free to play, it's free to download the software and it's free to use the matter the matterport matterpack examples that you have. Or,
2: or if you have another platform that you've used to scan it with, if you've used a, a bok three hundred and sixty, or you've done a a in a, a digital environment you created yourself, you could actually in, uh, import it into it. As long as it is a OBJ type file, you could use that as a as a game map.
0: Awesome. So uh, Matterport uh, enables uh, the download of the Matter Pack. Uh, which includes a .obj file. So any other platform that generates a .obj is the synthetic or the environment that you use for the gameplay.
2: Uh, Correct. You can use your iPhone if you have a new iPhone 12 or greater, an iPad Pro or an iPhone 12 Pro or greater, and use a LiDAR scanning app and scan your own room and do it that way and import it into the game. Uh, we've done a lot of mapping where we use a, a BOK 360. To, uh, I mean, to go BOK to go the walk around one, uh, and then we'll use a platform like HXDR to convert that to an, an OBJ file and bring it into the uh, into the game.
0: Okay, so for the the vast majority of our audience that uses Matter Port uh, to create an environment uh, to generate a Matter pack, so it's it's. It's free either with the example Matter packs that uh, RSET provides, or I can have my own environment by downloading the the Matter pack uh, from Matterport for my digital twins. And and now I, I love hearing that I can use my uh, my iPhone uh, to actually uh, uh, fight zombies in my living room.
2: Correct. Uh, we're also working on some curated uh, game maps they would be that other people have sent us that are really unique locations that we could work into the game somehow.
0: Okay, awesome. So I I think what I'm, what, what I'm hearing is we're not actually going to play the game today. We're going to let our viewers go to matterpackattack.com and experience it firsthand for them. Is that right?
2: Uh, yes, unless we have time in a bit for one somebody to fire up the game and let you try it, but uh, we uh, but first, I guess, we'll just talk about the other aspects of this. Uh, uh,
0: okay, so uh, I think really the exciting thing about uh, uh, the RSET engine is I, I I could imagine Bill when when you all started the company, you really didn't start out going, "Hey, we want to create a free zombie horror game." and make it available free for the entire planet. I imagine that, that the RSET engine had actually commercial uses uh, and that's what we should really talk about, but you, you, you spun off a free game just in time for Halloween that people could go play.
2: That, that's pretty much the path. We, also, uh, we started with Anomalies, you see some of our shirts here. Anomalies is the company that started working for the Office of Naval Research, developing a platform, rapid scanning platform for military training. Uh, When we got into this, we were actually building our own hardware, our own scanning hardware. And then it was about 2014, we started noticing a lot of scanners coming online and started working with Matterport at that time and decided you know it would be a better path instead of trying to compete with all the hardware manufacturers to just design a platform that could use the output from any one of these scanners. And we really started using Matterport. It became our platform of choice to start doing this. So we've been working for the military doing this for a while now, uh, creating again training scenarios or after-action reviews uh, because it's a really little barrier barrier of entry since you uh, don't have to have a lot of training. You don't need a train 3D modeler to create an environment. You just do a scan and then pull it straight into our set. So what, then, what,
0: what was the what was the problem or problems that the military had? that anomalies and now RSET can actually solve.
2: Oh, yeah. So the main thing was the, the, the genesis of this is they put out a call in the SBIR world, which is a small business innovation research grant, uh, and said, we keep clearing the building and then coming back and having to re-clear that building. And there's life-saving information that could be Sent to the second team that has to go in that building again, and uh, it was uh, you might not even have the same people in the unit that had gone through the building before. And their idea was, would it be a great way to rapidly scan this environment, and then have that information for a new unit coming in to train before going in and uh, look for pinch points, sniper positions, things that might be dangerous to someone doing a building clear.
0: And so, what applications has that now grown to? Is that categories of of who ha- who? also has that need or the, the same problems.
2: Well, yeah, so it directly uh, fit with uh, a lot of first responder work. So as we started working in the military, we started seeing applications within fire and police, uh, your EMTs. Uh, they all have these situations of going into buildings and maybe being familiar with the environment program is, is life saving in certain situations. So. We're working with different uh, departments to do pre-scanning of buildings for, to, to develop training scenarios. We've been working with Arson to do post-event scans uh, where they can come in and see what's happened and do a walkthrough. Um, we even work with theaters. Theaters do scans, scans ahead of time and can actually lay out a scene with the elements uh, and then walk through that scene before actually building the show. And all of this works in VR as well. So, you can actually use our set in VR at, uh, for training.
0: So, uh, Bill, Michael, Mike, I actually have a, a lot of follow up questions on that topic, but I think it would actually be helpful to, to look at some examples of first responder fire EMT police. Uh, perhaps, is that uh, uh, Michael? Do you, are you going to uh, share your screen and show us some environments, some examples?
1: Yeah, so I've got a, here, I'll start sharing my screen again. of a, a. It's kind of a quick cut of all of those things you just asked for. Awesome. Uh, yeah.
2: So we don't have any audio with this mic?
1: No, this doesn't have any background audio, but uh, oh, okay. we, kind of, this, Bill, this is, we can talk this? through it.
2: Yeah, Yeah. so this is EMT training. You can actually put your own uh, victims in with various injuries. Uh, When we started working with first responders, the standard of training is actually called teddy bear triage, where they will give a teddy bear a tag and a bandage on it and throw it into a building and say, I'm a 35 year old male with a GSW to the chest. What would you do to me? And that's how they will actually send EMTs into a building to do training. So what we're doing is scanning an environment and putting actual uh, uh, victims in with various injuries. And this is how they triage. They come in and tag people uh, yellow, green, red, or black. And they can go into buildings. That's actually a hotel here in town where we scanned. And this is a a various other buildings and you can actually uh, do the triage. And if the audio was working on this, the victims speak to you. So we have sound spheres you can add on any scene where you can have them speaking. Uh, or uh, talking about their injury or various things. So that's on the EMT side of it. I don't know what all you have in here. uh, Uh,
1: So this is just showing the same sort of training, but not on a desktop with mouse and keyboard or a game controller. This is in VR where you can actually physically go and and treat your patients. Um, This one in particular had an injury to her leg. So in VR, we're acting out, you know, wrapping some gauze around her leg. Uh, and then it will cut into fire training.
2: So in our, our fire tools here, we can set a fire and it will spread. And we have fire tuning tools uh, which work with the surfaces in the in the matter pack. And you can scan and say it'll have when it burns, this will spread faster. This wall will spread faster than the floor. It'll, it will uh, 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 this have this color smoke with it, it'll give off this color smoke, and the smoke builds over time as you're in this space. So you can set up a training scenario uh, and set the room on fire.
1: And then this is what it looks like.
2: And then you can actually fight it in VR on your desktop or with a game controller. Now this is actually a training that was, this has been for the military where we came into some of their training sites and scanned and set up targets. And they come in quickly and uh, take the take attack the targets more or less, and then we can actually put a first person combatant against you that is shooting back at you in these scenes.
1: Yeah, there there are no AI combatants in this video, but
0: but but we can add them.
1: But we can do that, yeah. And that's the end of it.
0: Okay. Was there a live demo that you wanted to walk us through, or could walk us through?
2: Are you? Do you have a couple other videos, Michael, that you wanted to play,
0: or, or do you? Yeah, do you have some more video that you're going to play, and then maybe we could take a look at some actual uh, engagement.
1: So I think this might be a good time to just show off our set explorer. If you wanna, if we wanna get into that, sure. So here I'll start sharing my screen
0: again.
2: Again, this works with any matter pack that you download. Okay, so this is a video, Mike? Nope, this is live. Oh, you're live on this. Okay. Mm-hmm. For so, you know, so,
0: talk to me about being live. So, how are you walking through this space? Are you using a game controller, or a keyboard, a mouse, something else?
1: Yeah, so right now I've got a PlayStation controller plugged into my desktop here, and I can. Walk through this home, which is the uh, the home from the Silence of the Lambs movie, Buffalo Bill's house.
0: Yeah, please don't show this. This is going to be too scary for me. I may not get to this.
1: <laughs> the, the zombies weren't weren't scary enough. The,
0: the, the, the zombies were pretty scary.
2: Yeah. Um, Bill, do you want to narrate, or should I? Well, no. So, so again, you've got full navigation, and then you have the opacity to you can turn down opacity and look through walls. So he can see what's underneath. Uh, you look at the floorboards and see what's in other rooms, which has been a useful tool for training. Uh, for training, have,
0: who, who would who would find being able to look through the floorboard help? Well, like a direct
2: application we have for the fire department is when they came in. They're doing a the training scenario in a building, and they can say, "Okay, now look above you. There's a, a three-ton air conditioning unit above you that you wouldn't know walking through this building right now." So, how would you handle this now that you know this is a par- partial collapse what would you do yeah so it's, it lets them see through what's on their side there's also both mike and i have used this with contractors in our own home to say if you look through here below that's what you'll be hitting if you drill through here at this point we can also and i think we have a video to we'll show later we can layer these scans and you do it several layers during construction and then you can turn down the opacity and look through the drywall and see where the studs, the piping, and the wiring are after you've built the house.
0: Okay. So, uh, Michael, you're taking us through a, a space. Do you have one where, where you actually have uh, fire or smoke or adversaries or obstacles, it's, et cetera, that to, to, uh, we can engage with? just, so we just can...
2: before, we jump, before we jump to that, uh, Dan, can he show you a couple of the other tools here?
0: Oh, sure, sure. That'd be great.
2: So like we can drop objects, the media drop, like tables. These are the quick drop objects. You can customize that and set them, set them up in a space. Uh, we've got painting tools, um, uh, so you can mark up the space. So you can come in and say, you know, we're, we're going to take out here, we're going to, or we can, you can change the size of it, you can change the color of what you're marking. Measurement tools, so you can measure um, things in the room um, so like click there and there and get the space. So you measure, and then we have drone flight tools. So you can release a drone in the space and fly this space just like you were flying it with a drone, uh, around and in the space. And then the other tools that are a little harder to show with the time constraints are six and seven. Uh, I, I guess you could put a marker in it, you might, so you can put tag markers, uh, where you can say what items are, but we can link these tags to PDFs or videos or anything you want to play. So you're doing a maintenance thing. (laughs) And so, by the way, he added the the, the well in the movie is not in there. Michael added this uh, after the fact. So, um, and then seven are cameras. We can place anywhere in the scene and you can watch someone. So when you're doing this in network, you can watch someone else go through, record their path through a building. That's a training
0: tool. Okay, great. Uh let's come out of this. And did did you want to share the screen so that we can see the 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 controls, or is that too much for today in terms of actually seeing the uh the palette that you're using to create uh to to uh, Interact
2: oh, so, with the space. So, like, like a scenario, like if you want to show how to put something into a space.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I'm just curious to see. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm geeky, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not a coder. So, is this, is this designed to be, uh, you know, what, what level of person to to use the RSET engine platform to actually, uh, create an environment. I, I would imagine that you have two services. One is you, we'll we'll teach you and you can do it yourself. And the other is we'll do it for you.
2: Right. But the do it yourself is where we really designed this for the military to have someone in the field with no training doing this. So it's really simple to add your own objects. So if if you can, Mike, fire up something to uh, uh, show him.
3: Yeah, Dan Bill, I've got uh, I should have my screen shared now. If not, let me. not just yet again not yet okay uh now now starting yeah
0: Yeah, okay zombies were taking over at that point
3: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah like like bill said uh and dan a a good question you asked early on was you know what problem was was rset solving in the military And, and bill hit it on the head there with um you know easy capture and then easy augmentation a lot of times Augmenting scans like this requires you know, in-depth knowledge and experience in game engine architecture and 3D modeling. And we wanted to get away from all that and give people a palette of useful tools that would let them mock things up to kind of quickly get into the action, so to speak. So what you see on the screen now, which I'm interacting with a mouse and a keyboard, um, is our designer uh, page, our designer panel built into RSET. And so if you are a user of RSET, um, and you've got your scan loaded in, then all these tools are available to you as well. Uh, and there's, there's quite an extensive subset here available for you. And I'll just showcase a few of the most popular ones. Um, so important to all kinds of different training scenarios would be the ability to augment lighting. So we've got a couple of custom lights down here. These can be moved around and interacted with. Um, in the theater, uh realm of things this is fantastic for mocking up uh lighting on a stage to see how your sets would be fully lit up um bill mentioned sounds and sound spheres earlier so over here i've got an alarm uh sound on the wall we can't hear it because we're outside of that sphere but i'll drop in the scan here in just a moment let you guys hear that Uh, For training, um, it's good to be able to put your trainees in the same spot in a scan over and over again instead of choosing a spawn location. So we've got uh, methods for constraining people uh, to a certain spawn location. Uh, You can see a zombie up here. We fully support animated uh, assets that you can import. This is one we found online. So you're not, we do offer libraries and I'll open up. A couple here, like there's some objects here and a a a wide catalog of doorways um, and and several other objects that we kind of ship with our set, but that is by no means the limit to what you are able to to Uh, load. Mike,
0: excuse me, what what's the file format for those objects?
3: Uh, Right now, we support OBJs and FBXs. So this this zombie you see dancing here that would be an animated FBX file, Uh, and then the OBJs, a good example would be this doorway, which this was not here when we did this scan. So I can take this doorway and, you know, completely get rid of it. Okay. But being able to go back through, especially for the military, but honestly for anybody and, you know, mock-up or plan is, is extremely valuable. Um, let's see. So yeah, object manipulation tools, environmental tools. We talked about the fire editor, sound lights. Um avatars, whether static or otherwise, to walk around the scan, this would be similar to the zombies.
0: So, so, so let's stay on that for a moment, if you would. So, an, an, an avatar, if I think of an avatar, it's, if we're thinking in terms of fire, EMT, police, then we're really talking about casualties, adversaries, obstacles.
3: Correct. That's, and that's exactly right. We try to make the avatar, a all inclusive thing, depending on your use case. So for the military, that would uh, that maybe be a training target like this, um, whether static and you know, non uh, non intelligent or a, a intelligent artificial intelligence target that stays in a spot in a room until it catches eyesight of the of the player. And then of course, the, uh, the patient too. I'm not, I don't, I could spawn a patient. You guys saw patients earlier. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it will sit there and scream in pain and agony depending on what wound it has. <laughs> so I don't want to subject you guys to that needlessly. But yes, the, the nice thing about this tool is you don't have to go through and mock up like, all right, I need to find an avatar. and I need to write the text blurb for their injury. I mean, you're welcome to do that, but it, this is one yeah. button click. We yeah. click one button and and in pops a patient with a full injury workup. Uh, uh, Mike,
0: can you make that your last demo so that so that we get to see maybe the the spawn of something? But you're, sure. you sure and then <laughs> yeah. cancel cancel out of it so that we're not in a uh, not a, in
3: yeah the, not in perpetual torture. Yeah, let me yeah. okay. Actually, yeah, you're not. It's it that's pretty mild actually as as far as sound is concerned. Okay, so, yeah. that that
0: might be for training for fire, EMT, police that the, you're you're going to have uh, uh, that you, you can train on an environment. Uh, and I get what would you call that? Is that is, uh, a simulation?
3: Yes. Yeah. This would be the the environment is synthetic and so is the simulation, um, but you're able to simulate high risk situations like this in buildings that are important to you. So this is a, a Mount site in Fort Knox. Um, but if we've got, you know, if there's a building in your jurisdiction that is is more sensitive, whether that's a school or a conference center or a business park or whatnot, and you, you'd like to put your firefighters or your uh, emergency medical technicians through a training scenario that you mock up in those environments. That's exactly what our set was built
0: for. Awesome. Can you, so hold it there just for a second. So uh, uh, I imagine there's some type of video recording that, that can take place at this point.
3: Exactly. And the, the uh, tool that Michael uh, Probst showed at the very end there, you can set up cameras beforehand in Designer and then be recording your users and their interactions and the decisions they make for later review.
0: So is it the camera, is the point of view that we're seeing now? Is it that you can have cameras in other places that you you actually place a camera where you want to be recording video from?
3: All of the above. It records from the player's perspective and from any additional cameras that you also record. And it puts that in a video file on your hard drive and you can take that and use it however you'd like.
0: So that may be used for future training, it may be used for critiquing, it may be used for training and critiquing. uh, And and it it, it saves that experience of, okay, the student is successfully, uh, the, the, the firefighter, the EMT, the police officer has gone through the training, it's the documentation. Of, of their experience.
3: Exactly. And it's it also use case would be if, if you as the instructor were working through your own scenario and you're recording yourself, then you can showcase either before or after your students have gone through it. Hey, this is what success looks like. This is how you should do it. And you can actually talk through your
0: decisions like that. Uh, we So unless you have something else to demo it, let, let's, uh, let's stop on the share screen, unless there was something else. Okay, awesome. So I, I think that that's really good context for the f- follow-up questions. And I, I think just maybe to build on uh, with uh, Bill, with you and, and Mike were saying, in the case of the military, that was the original uh, potential client for you. Uh, sounds like you worked under an, an RFP. Uh, of a military. We have worked we worked through uh,
2: phase one phase two SBIRS SBIRS and then we have moved on to a, a contract with them.
0: Okay, so, awesome. So, so I so that. I uh, I just want to be clear on this. So the problems that you were able to help the military solve first was the rapid capture of an environment. That the problem before there was something like. Matterport, that there would be a very expensive uh, Unity developer designers team of people taking hours and days or weeks or even months to create an environment that now could be captured by the speed of Matterport and likely capture it today and you're ready to start building your environment tomorrow. So the so the first super big problem was building out the environment quickly. Correct. The second was to have the the build out of a real environment uh, to to move that from a high skill to uh, uh, that could be done by photographers who who can use a Matterport camera.
2: Yeah, that, that's correct, and it works again. Matterport camera works with it. We've also worked exteriors now too with drone flights and photogrammetry engines, and uh, you really, it's scanner agnostic. Whatever you can gather the data with, we can use.
0: Okay, so so there there was really there's like two things that are that are in that Matterport scanning process is fast, but also it democratized the capture of a space, and even today, as you described, using a, an, an, an iPhone, uh, it, uh, the latest generations of iPhone with LiDAR, uh, that you can capture a space. Uh, and, and I don't quite know how you get to the object file, but you can get to the object file in order to have the environment.
2: That is correct. And on the iPhone, there's several apps out there to do it. Uh, there's some free apps to do it, and when they finish, you can drop it on a Google Drive and then drop it in our set. It goes okay. straight from the app
0: onto that. All right, awesome. So there's two things there: capture the environment super fast, democratize the ability to capture the environment, and I want to say the third thing is probably cost. That you you went from replicating a space. Taking hours, days, weeks, for potentially months, to and the associated dollars to now, boom—it's the—it's the cost of a Matterport scan plus the uh, uh, RSET platform and the the tools.
2: Exactly, that's where it's going to for even for the fire departments using it. Is they then, go ahead, please.
0: Dan. I, I, let me just add one thing and then come back to you. And then I, I think maybe the 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 fourth thing is then to say how do you now take everything that we've discussed and enable anyone with not going to a a lot of training to be able to use a visual dashboard to uh, trick out the environment? Uh, And I think in your case, your first use case, talking about military, so uh, soldiers perhaps at a forward operating base could actually Uh, build out a scenario and do training exercises before actually entering into combat.
2: Yeah, correct. The whole purpose was to design something that if they could play Call of Duty, they can use it.
0: That is awesome. Okay, so military first use case. uh, um, before we go on to the other use cases, I just want to just like double check in terms of the the things that you can trick out an environment with. And I think what I've I, I've heard so far is you can do, you can add smoke, fire, change lighting, you can add avatars, which might be either casualties, adversaries. It might be obstacles. I heard sound. Uh, didn't talk about weather, but I think that was one of the other things. The what, what does that mean, weather, in terms of an environment?
2: Uh, we can add smoke or fog in an environment, and make it harder to see, change the, and then change the lighting so it's dark when you go into a building versus not. Uh, so that's, and we can also, we've done some photogrammetry work underwater, and we can submerge and have a diver avatar swim to something as well.
0: Well, that's crazy. Okay, or I should say probably. <laughs> Crazy exciting! Uh, <laughs> in in terms of some of these first responder use cases, uh, uh, w- when you show this to fire departments, EMT, police, w- what's their reaction to uh, seeing Matterport Plus RSET?
2: They're very excited about it. Uh, uh, the the first responders again going from teddy bear triage to actually scanning a space that they might actually have to address at some point is very exciting to them as opposed to a generic space. They can go to schools, libraries, government buildings and say, okay, so if we had a shooting incident here at the building, what can we do? How would we handle it? Where would we position people? What would be the response we would do in this space? And that's really great training tools for them. But then the after action review, we had a large uh, nightclub fire happen here uh, a couple of years ago. And the owner happened to be a hoarder and they made entrance to the basement and it was a, they said it was a nightmare fire to fight because stuff was just everywhere uh, to get in it. But a firefighter got turned around and lost. Now, fortunately, he made it out uh, before he ran out of air. But he we did an, a Matterport scan after the event and then they actually recreated the scene for the team doing an after action review. And he was able to say, yes, that's exactly where I was standing and I see how I've got lost in this environment. As a matter of fact, I, I got down on my knees and there's that red bucket I put my hand on trying to figure out where I was. And it was a great learning experience for the whole team. So they, they really want to move that forward.
0: I, I don't want to oversimplify this, but it, it sounds like if firefighters had access to a library of every space, they could easily and quickly review where they're about to go fight a fire in order to prevent the perhaps the loss of life because a firefighter gets lost or to make sure that they're checking all the spaces that they want to or they know all the issues. I think you started to talk a little bit about, well, there's a you know five-ton uh, air conditioning unit above here. There's no support under this floor here uh, to, to know Structurally, what that space is all about.
2: Uh, Yes, that's exactly. Again, there is uh, we have some discussions about can we do all the pre-scanning in these buildings? Can we start scanning government buildings and making models to do just that to hopefully save lives in an actual event that joke never happens?
0: So... uh... Gosh, I have so many questions for you. Where do I begin? So I'm a Matterport service provider. I'm watching the show today. I, I go, well, this is crazy. I have now I literally have a library of hundreds, if not thousands, of, of Matterport tours, um, thinking kind of in two directions. One, do I go back to clients and introduce them to Matterport Plus R set in order to say, hey, there's a whole nother use case. For your hotel, your nightclub, your theater, your school, uh, your restaurant uh, in in order to have these tools available uh, for uh, training exercises and perhaps even volunteer to the local fire department to say, hey, would you like to uh, have my space and uh, do training exercises in it?
2: Uh, yes, that's exactly what we would love to see people doing. Uh, we, we really want to have Matterport providers have another tool that they can take to their clients and say, look what else you can do with it. I think there are, we, we've actually dealt with a few Matterport providers that didn't even understand what the Pack was, or that they could download it from the, the, the site. And when we brought it up to them, that actually happened on the Silence of the Lamb scan, uh, scan. The person was like, what's a Matterport pack? We don't understand, because they'd done it for a, a scan to sell the home. And so uh, then we explained what it, and they the wow, I had no idea we could go to this interactive level.
0: Uh, I, I bought my uh, Matterport Pro camera in July of 2014, and and at that time, the mat, there was no charge for the Matterport Matter Pack, and I was giving it to my real estate agent clients without even knowing it was. They didn't know what it was, but it was something free, that, you know. And it's like I think it took me, you know, it it took me a while to actually understand that this Matterport Matter Pack uh, maybe have more value than the actual scan that's used for marketing purposes. Uh, you know, I, and I think early on, I went to a, a game design company and I said, "Hey, here's this Matterport Matter Pack thing. Would this help you build out in an, a, a real world space faster?" And they said, "No, it's 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 really kind of a mess, and it it's not it's not really helpful for us to build out the environment faster." But looking at what Arset uh, is doing, uh, it looks like you really don't care. That the environment looks uh, you know, you, you clearly can say you wouldn't use a matterport matter pack for the purpose of marketing a space. It looks like a fire has occurred inside the space. But it the I, I would imagine the the military first responders fire EMT police, they could care less about the fact that it looks rough and ragged. Uh, it achieves the objective of quickly scanning a space, being able to easily build it out, uh, and not have to have a, a, a rocket scientist on staff to, to, to uh, create the training exercises.
2: Exactly, it's, it's, uh, we, we're not really concerned about the photorealism of the, of the environment, nor are our clients, uh, nor does it matter for a zombie game that it's that photorealistic of an environment. <laughs> What you really want is accuracy of the layout and uh, and of the scale, so you can you can do real training in that space.
0: Mm-hmm. So the second thing I think a Matterport service provider that's watching the show today might say, "Okay, well, hmm, this sounds like it might create opportunities for me to get new business." I mean, is that part of your view here? Is it a Matterport? a a real estate photographer that does Matterport, that this might be a a way to to generate business? And and then how do you go get that business? Do you first approach the fire department, the EMT, the police department, or do you actually go out and talk to churches and synagogues and schools and public spaces uh, that we all don't like to think about that bad things happen, but to talk about, hey, this could enable uh, the the pre-planning by uh, emergency responders,
2: I think it's more the, the, the second uh, that you just go ahead and go talk to the people and say we have a tool now that can do this, and we can offer this to you as a tool. Uh, and then we're we're developing we have uh, we haven't fully deployed it yet an ecosystem for sharing these environments as well, where you can say I'm in Florida and I've scanned this synagogue and here's a situation that we've actually built a training scenario in it. We'd like to share this with the environment for someone in Oklahoma to actually try this environment and do a training scenario and see what they dealt with. Mm-hmm. So, but I do think you would just go to them, approach them, and say we would we we think this is a a way of uh, doing some training, some awareness. Uh, quite a few years ago, um, um, my wife where she works, they did a police training on in case of a first person shooter, and the police all they had at the time was a USB drive that was kept at the building in a lockbox outside that they could pull out that had a PDF of the floor plans if there was an emergency. I mean, that's great, but we're levels better than that. If there was an emergency, you come in and you can 3D walk through the space in that.
0: And have the floor plans. Uh, So the, the, uh, the environments I believe that you've been showing were shot with a Matterport Pro 2 camera Uh, Matterport has recently come out with the Matterport Pro 3 camera. Uh, RSET has bought a Pro 3. Is it too soon to ask you uh, about the difference between a Pro 2 and a Pro 3 uh, for creating uh, environments for RSET plus Matterport?
2: Having just worked with our Pro 3 a little bit, I I mean, I'm happy to say that it does work. Uh, We haven't done a whole lot of scans with it. Our excitement about the Pro 3 is the ability to do exteriors with it and still be within the Matterport ecosystem. That just makes life easier for us to be able to go interior, exterior, and make a model. I know you can get an E57 down from a a Pro 3 now. For our specific purposes, it doesn't make a difference to have the E57. We just need the OBJ that comes out of it. So we're excited about our Pro 3. Uh, uh, We just need to do more work with it right now and start doing scans.
0: Does the Matter Pro 3 camera make the the, the textures, uh, if that's the right word, does it kind of smooth it out and it feels a little bit more like the actual space? Uh,
2: we haven't found... I know, Michael, you did a little... You had a little comparison video. I don't know if you had it available. Uh, if you don't, that's fine. Um, no, I,
1: I do. Um, as far as... I mean, not to spoil it, but as far as I can tell, the textures don't necessarily look much different from the Matterport Pro 2 to the Matterport Pro 3. However, for the the OBJs.
0: Yeah. If uh, you have the video and you could play a side by side, that would be great. I I think really what we probably heard, uh, what, what I heard you say, Bill, is like, oh, it's now you can do these environments outside, which was really not something that was doable or practical with the Matterport Pro 2 camera. Now you can do outside, Plus, I can imagine if you have environments that have super high ceilings, you can now capture the 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 scan data so that it'll actually show up in the OBJ for high ceilings.
2: Going into office, exactly because we've done school gymnasiums and sometimes that's hard to capture with the Pro Two. This will be a whole lot better with the Pro Three,
0: or impossible to capture the after you go after two levels up or something. But now you have office. Atriums, gymnasiums, stadiums, outdoor spaces. So, uh, if you're thinking about a buying a Matterport Pro 2 or a Pro 3 camera, and you're also thinking about Matterport Plus R Set or the uh, the R Set engine, uh, then it's it's probably a no-brainer to say, oh, go for the Pro 3. You'll just be way happier.
2: I, I agree. We we think though in our specific application, Pro 2 and Pro 3 working together will really work well for us primarily on the interiors, very often, especially working in a burned out building or something like that, we don't have lighting. Uh, So we have a light mount that goes on our, that we've printed that goes on our Pro 2. So, and I don't know, I'm not ready to put that on a Pro 3 yet without some more experimentation. Okay. Uh,
0: So, and you uh, you all are, uh, our set is in the We Get Around Network Forum. So at the point that you want to, you know, talk about uh, Pro 2 Plus lighting, and you want to, you know, share your lighting solution, please do that in the We Get Around Network Forum, wga.com. If you come up with the solution for Pro 3 plus lighting, that would be awesome. uh, In the We Get Around Network Forum at our set. Uh, And uh, uh, Michael, you got some video you want to show us? Uh, Maybe compare the Pro 2, Pro 3 camera.
1: Yeah, one second. So, okay, is it? okay uh so this is some footage from within our set of looking through the obj of a of a bill's living room scanned with the the matterport (laughs) pro 3. Um, oh i wanted this muted okay it's kind of simple and this is it spinning around but here's the comparison is the more Interesting part. So, uh, can you see my, my mouse cursor? Yeah. Here? Yeah. So, uh, check out on the Matterport Pro Two. As I guess I didn't get into this. The, I can. I don't think the textures are necessarily any difference in quality between the Pro Two and the Pro Three. But I had. I mean, you can see it in this comparison here that some of the edges of smooth objects are much more refined. So, check out this wardrobe on the Pro Two. See the. The top mm-hmm. of it's kind of choppy and the edges are all choppy. And look how smooth it is on this Pro 3.
0: OK, that, that's There's actually some... probably, forgive me, but that's probably enough when the Pro 2, Pro 3. I think for the the mm-hmm. the, the for the purpose of doing um, uh, RSAT, it, it doesn't matter whether you're doing a Pro 2 or you're doing a Pro 3. Uh, but if you're right at the point deciding which camera to get, uh, get the Pro 3 primarily for outside, primarily for height, primarily okay. for large spaces. And uh, we've done two uh, WGA and TV live at five shows uh, first impressions on the Pro 3 and I, I think you know the, those photographers all said things like and there's 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 fewer or no uh, scanning errors uh, where you have to rescan a spot and it's faster. Did you find it was faster when you were just taking it for a spin?
2: I do find it's faster, uh, the, the rotation's faster. Of course, you, you have to walk a little quicker to stay behind it out of the field of view uh, since the others are there, which gets interesting in some of our environments because you can't uh, navigate, navigate very well or hide. So very often you'll find us hiding under the tripod during these situations. But the Pro, the Pro 3 is, is quicker. And, and that it's quicker in that, again, the, the radius is larger. You do get larger spaces in quick, more quickly.
0: Quickly. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about first responders, fire, EMT, police. Was there anything else to add on first responders that we didn't cover? That, that uh,
2: Mike and Michael, do you have anything that we haven't hit on exactly?
0: with the first on, responders? on first responders. No, okay. So, uh, other use cases is it uh, you, you mentioned for uh, fire, forensics, fire safety, training after the fact, uh, um, li- litigation. You have a story to tell about uh, y- using Matterport plus RSET in litigation? Uh,
2: yeah, we do. Michael, do you have a video on that? Uh,
1: give me one second. I'm locating okay. it.
2: Okay. If, and, and and we have we've used them in court cases. We've used our set to present evidence in a court case. Um, they use it in presentation. The attorneys do. So it comes into letting people interact and see the event from the perspective of of the people involved in the event. Um, now, what
0: what is different about either going on location and seeing that, or or just showing a static Matterport space? What what is the value add? that RSAT is adding to the environment for uh, uh, the digital litigation?
2: Well, in a lot of environments, it's a little frustrating when you do the scan the, that the, the space is not contiguous. You have to hop from, from scan sp- location to scan location. When in our set, it becomes one contiguous space. So you could step between where the scan parts were and you can actually squat down and look under something that might not have been able to been captured at the time and you can do it like you physically do it. You squat and you put the VR headset on squat down and look at it. Also you can enhance it because after the event, very often whatever happened is 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 picked up, cleaned up and 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 gone. But you can go back to that space and actually recreate what happened at that scene at that time. And that's what we've been doing with the court cases.
0: And and do you find that the the in this litigation that clients that are Using Matterport Plus RSET are uh, winning. I mean, did the attorney say, "Oh, you know that clearly"? Our, our Matterport Plus RSET clearly helped us uh, convince the the judge or convince the jury, and and it resulted in lots of money.
2: Yes, actually, we've had uh, uh, right now over uh, uh, no over a hundred million dollars in the settlements that we've been uh, part of directly using RSET. And it's been because of uh, the, they were able to present. Either they settled once they saw the presentation or it went to court and they used it. And uh, it, they really thought it was a powerful tool to show what happened. Um, Michael, did you find it? Or if you don't, we can we don't have to. Don't worry. Don't, don't stress yourself out over it. No, I found it. Okay, this is actually so an industrial accident we, that we helped recreate. And we did this through an E57 file actually to do it. But this is... We, we Could you trouble. pause
0: just for a second, because I would what I want to say to our audience, because again, most of our audience Matterport service providers, Matterporters, Matterport pros, and you know, just like you said, like well, a lot of us at some point had no idea what a Matterport Matter Pack was, but you can order that uh, through uh, my Matterport once you're signed into Matterport uh, Cloud. In a similar fashion, you can order a Matterport E57 file. Uh, do you want to describe what the difference is between an E57 and a Matter Pack? Uh, an E57
2: is adds a point cloud data from the from the laser scanning, where the original Pro 2 is more of a structured light scan with the IR spots. The the E57 gives. The spinning laser gives you actually points at a distance that that, that are texturized from the image. So, so
0: for a, a layman like me, you might be able to say it's a, it's accuracy or it's clear. It provides a better picture of the environment and a little, yeah, it's a little more
2: accurate. It, it is a more accurate in larger spaces,
0: m- more accurate larger spaces. And if you're using the Pro Three camera the Matterport Pro 3 camera, it can see much further than the Matterport Pro 2 camera, and you can actually order. So, Because again, I think our, our, our photographers that are using Matterport, it may never have occurred. When you're in Matterport Workshop, there's a little button that says Add-ons. And when you go to Add-ons, you and you, you might be used to ordering maybe floor plans, or maybe now Matterpacks, you can also order an E57 file for Matterport. Okay, I interrupted you, forgive me.
2: No, no, that's exactly it. So this one was uh, scanned uh, with a, a, a station that did a LiDAR scan and did a, a E57 file. So Michael, if you let it play, Michael, if you let it play. Mm-hmm. And then we, the scan of the truck was a Matterport scan of the truck. And so we scanned the truck with Matterport and then imported it into the scene and then we created, recreated the accident. Uh, so, so the courtroom was actually able to see what happened in real scale. And then they can move into different places around. Now that truck's not the the matter. The, the other truck was a, the matter uh, port scan. This one was an, a, the, that was an asset downloaded, but you can download assets and put it in. And this is on our set. If you'll just let it play, Mike. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was a very bad accident. But this is also VR, so you can actually stand in the position of the victim, which is a recreation. So that that's where the power comes in in that.
0: Okay, uh, cool. Uh, are there other sweet spots for RSET our RSET our engine?
2: Uh, again, so other places where it's really valuable is when the theaters stuff that we've used. Uh, we've also done it for, we recently, uh, Mike and I were at an event where we were, uh, we scanned the room before going into it and laid out all the tables for them. But the night before that, we literally showed up the night before and helped them space all their tables in the room because we could just drop them in and help them plan their whole layout ahead of time. So if you scan a venue, you can use our set and lay out a, a wedding or a, a, a conference or something like that that you might need to.
0: Okay, uh, Space, Space planners planner. is that the Space planner
2: exactly. Space planners it's super easy to do in our set.
0: Okay. Uh, other use cases that are like uh, not edge cases, but sweet spots. I mean I immediately get it first responders, fire, EMT, police, the litigation, military application, uh, other sweet spots for for our set?
2: Uh, uh, Mike Michael, can you help me if there's anything to uh, that I'm that I'm skipping over here? We've done museums. We've done uh, definitely been working with museums now.
0: Um, and, and what's okay. the application for the museum? A lot of our members, our communities are, are scanning uh, museums, event spaces, art galleries.
2: Uh, I, Michael, do you have the VASA video available?
1: Yeah, one sec. Just got to
2: navigate. So there. the VASA is a museum in Stockholm uh, that is, uh, you may be aware of it. That's. Uh, I've, I've been there. Yeah, okay. So the Vasa is a ship that sank and they've raised it. Well, you're not allowed on the ship. You're not allowed to actually be on the ship. We worked with the Vasa team to actually get the interiors of it. And then you can now walk inside the ship inside our set.
0: Oh, In that's space. awesome. Because all, all we could do, the museum is actually the Vasa Museum, is is literally was built around this, this yeah, ship. ship. It was the museum was solely because the ship was so amazing. Uh, I, I just relate the, the story because I always found it fascinating is that the, whoever designed the ship forgot to, to take into account the weight of the cannons and uh, on its first voyage, it sank immediately.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, we have the interiors of the Vasa here. We're working with them to get all of them. This is partial the interiors and the Vasa, now you can walk inside. So that's inside the Vasa right now. And we're putting objects in and helping them develop an exhibit where they can uh, uh, let people walk on the interiors, either VR or at a kiosk. And so this is uh, Michael was doing this inside our set scenario designer. He built a whole little uh, uh, didn't take him long because these tools are easy to use. And he built a little training environment, uh, a scenario for someone that wants to just explore the inside of the BASA.
0: That is awesome. uh, okay. Was there anything else to show us on the Vasa or that that's
2: pr- that, probably because yeah, of it? He can switch it to Swedish too. You can toggle okay. the ah, language.
0: That's
2: awesome. Okay. It's, uh, um, so, um so so the museum work, we work with a couple other museums right now. Michael has Mike has a scan tomorrow with another museum that we're going to help build a kiosk for. Um, Again, so if your other providers have done scans, then we can talk to them about helping them create a kiosk for someone they've done a museum with.
0: Okay, awesome. So just, just to be clear, for our audience, mostly scanning with Matterport Pro 2 cameras now, Matterport 3 cameras, that's an easy go-to for all of us. Uh, but just for clarity, as, as you can use any scanning technology as long as it outputs either a .obj file, or...
2: An uh, FBX for the animated parts of it, or you can still use their, an E57. Uh, there's ways to get through to that, but that, that takes a little more massaging of the data to get to where you want to be. Uh,
0: okay, so ultimately, you're going to end up in a .obj file for the environment, and but for, for any of our viewers that are scanning with any technology and they're ending up with whatever file type, as long as that file type can be converted to a .obj, easy peasy then to do uh, RSET. Completely. Uh, awesome. Uh, I, you know, I saw something on your website. I just wanted to read it. Maybe just ask for your, uh, your comments be- before we, we finish up here. Uh, RSET is a software application that turns 3D scans of real-world environments into highly immersive physical, physical physics-based reality simulations, where high-risk events can be safely replicated, customized, and shared to save lives, reduce injuries in the line of duty. I just thought that was an amazing statement that uh, that what RSET is able to do with Matterport. And in the broader scanning world is just amazing. You, I mean, you just must be so excited. Uh, uh, Matterport must be incredibly excited for, yeah, for we, what you are doing.
2: We really hope. One, we really want to increase the adoption of the Matter Pack as a tool. Uh, that would really help and and uh, let people know what you can do with it as a tool. And then, yeah, on the on the uh, the genesis of this was really helping mili- military military save lives, helping firefighters save lives. And, you know, that's the feedback we really like getting is this is a tool that will make a difference.
0: Awesome. Uh, Bill, Michael, Mike, thanks for being on the show today.
2: Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for having us. Thanks,
0: Dan. We've been visiting with RSET founder and CEO, Bill Gregory, Mike Schmidt, the director of operations for RSET, and Michael Propes, Unity 3D developer at RSET, Check out the website www.rsetrsetengine.com, rsetengine.com to play the zombie horror game. Go to www.matterpackattack.com, m a t t e r p a k a t t a c k dot com for. Bill and Michael and Mike in the greater Lexington, Kentucky area. I'm Dan Smigrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum in Atlanta, and you've been watching WGAN-TV live at 5.